Welcome to Passports and Pizza, a podcast about everything by two carb-loving, carry-on-only gals. I'm Laura, a traveler and teacher with an appetite for adventure. And I'm Sarah, an artist and food blogger who travels mainly for the food. Join us as we dive into anything and everything that's on our plates and on our minds. All right, we're back on the couch. Oh, it's been so long. I know. Months. Yeah, two months. Yeah, sickness really hit us hard. <laughs> yeah. Even Sarah right now <laughs> yeah. is still sick. Yeah, that's my salty. Oh, boy. Well, well I, I won't spoil your salty, even though my sweet was ruined. Yeah, Luke totally spoiled Lara's secret. I'm so upset about oh, it. We were, <laughs> Lara got so mad at him. <laughs> Okay, I'll just share it. We'll, yeah. we'll just go right into it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we've. this is going to be a very chit-chatty episode yeah. because we're doing Controversial Food Opinions 2.0 because we did this last season and it was really yeah. fun. And we have a very juicy listener question section this episode. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be very chatty. So anyway, cutting <laughs> right to the good stuff. My suite that was ruined was that <laughs> for my 31st birthday, Luke took me to Philly and we went to the Rodin, which is like my favorite museum in philly and then the italian market and he let me do this this is the first time i could ever do this like a shopping spree what do you mean he was just like just get get whatever your heart little pleases you know oh. which was really nice i mean i only spent like a hundred dollars but okay you know yeah because you know the idea of a shopping spree is fun but yeah that's fun yeah so i got like pasta shapes i'll show you some something really cool okay just stuff like you can't find at a market i got like cheeses and stuff yeah mm-hmm. and then we went to Drum roll, please. Pizzeria Badia. I'm so jealous. It was so good. I mean, we went... So for those listeners who don't know what the hype is, mm-hmm. we went uh, our second year for Feast of St. Pizza to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Right? Year two? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. First year was Lebanon. Then Philly, then yeah. Lancaster. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So anyway, and the standout pizza from the whole event in all of Philadelphia was Pizzeria Badia. And at the time, it was mm-hmm. just this like... Like a walk-in shop. Right. And they only made a certain amount of pizzas, and mm-hmm. that was it. So you sort of had to wait in line. And Yeah. I remember like Luke was just like, this has to be overhyped. Right. Yeah. But it certainly was not. It was not. It was named Best, Best Pizza in America by Bon Appetit magazine. Oh, and boy, is it. Oh, my gosh. So like, then... Seriously. His, like, lease for that building ran out. Yeah. And he opened a full-blown restaurant. And this restaurant is so cute. Yeah. Like, I've never been. The bar, you're going to love it. I Honestly, know. let's take a field trip. We, yeah, we keep saying that. Because now I know that. where it is. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we, we got there, and it literally is such a hole-in-the-wall looking place. Yeah. Like, you just got to know where it is. And you said it's right by the new Jenny's in Philly. Yes, it's right by the new Jenny's. It's like, what I mean, more could I possibly need? I mean, that and, oh, we also did soup dumplings before. It was, a, mm. like, a delicious day. Yeah. Overall. Anyway, um, yeah, got to go. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And I do have something for you. What? <gasps> you got me a shirt? Now, listen, I got us both larges because... No, a large is PJ, what I want. PJ shirt. Oh, my God. I love it. Don't have to, like, stuff yourself Thank in you. it. You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. I do have a matching one. <laughs> I'm obsessed. So, you know. Yay! It's like, okay, so it's a gray t-shirt, and it has this, like, salmon pink-colored um letters in his like font which is his kind of hand-drawn font it kind of reminds me of like your 
like uh illustration style yeah it almost looks like puffy paint yeah it does it does yeah, yeah. Oh they had gosh. they had one shirt and i was like i'm getting two <laughs> <laughs> thank you you're welcome and with feast of saint pizza so around the corner i mean we have our fair share of options yeah. to wear but who doesn't love another yeah. option are you gonna wear this i don't know i well i told you i bought a hoodie or a, um, yeah i bought a crew yeah. neck um <laughs> So it depends on the weather. I don't know. Yeah. I also have like old piece of St. Pizza ones from your blogger right. days. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I have a couple choices. Yeah. That's sweet. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. So, so should I go to my salty or do you want to show your sweet? Um, Go ahead to your salty. Okay. My salty is that like, you know, <laughs> I feel like this is very generic, but my negative self-talk recently has been at an all-time high. Oh, like, no. Just, I feel like when I really am, like, focused on something, I lose, I just, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not eating the healthiest. I'm not exercising every day. Like, your head's in the game. So that was musical for a long time. Yeah. And then, like, April hit, and I got sick. Mm -hmm. And all these goals that I had for the month were sort of, like, pushed aside in order to heal. And, mm -hmm. and, and like, these are common sense things that you're, like, just be forgiving of yourself and, like, pick it back up. Yeah. And I know that, but literally my negative self-talk has been so bad. Like, mm. I catch myself, like, putting on an outfit and being, like, you look awful. Oh, no. Like, saying that sort of things to myself. And I know it's messed up. Like, I would never, ever, ever say that to any other woman. Yeah. And yet, here I am. Yeah. We being say my worst critic. To ourselves all the time. And, like, I went to go uh, try on, yeah, I went to go try on, like, pants at Old Navy. And I used to buy a certain size pant. Mm -hmm. I tried on that certain size pant. And they don't fit anymore. And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, wow, you loser. Like, I can't believe you have to go up right. a size. Like, the, oh, you should, you need to start dieting. Like, that's yep. the cycle my head has gone into. Specifically, yeah. I'm triggered by, like, body image these days. Yeah. Like, I don't feel my best self, period. And that's, that's a different thing. Like, just not mm -hmm. feeling good is one thing. But the way that you talk <laughs> about yourself is another. And I need to stop. <laughs> Yeah. So I've been trying to figure out ways to like get myself out of this spiral of like every time I look at myself or like it's, I just feel like the body dysmorphia <laughs> is just like rearing its ugly head. Yeah. Because I definitely had that in high school and, and yeah. early college too. Yeah. Um. And now you, I look back at those photos. I'm like, what was I, I know. doing? Like, oh my God. But All like, I'm sure I'll feel that exact same way five, mm -hmm. 10 years from now when I look at photos of myself. So like, yeah. I need to snap out of it. So I don't know how I just I guess becoming aware of it is the first step. Mm -hmm. But and like practicing. Yeah, because I actually had to do this <laughs> the other night. Uh, Because as I was telling you, I've had some like, dating things going on. <laughs> yeah. And and I was just feeling like really down on myself mm -hmm. and so I forced myself I was like in the shower before bed and I w was just I think I might have even been talking out loud to myself <laughs> saying like nice things to me about me and about what I deserve that's really and nice stuff. and but it's so hard to do but it yeah I, it's one of those things I think kind of like meditation or something where you have to just practice doing it yeah. to rewire your brain to do that instead. Right. And like you said, noticing it. So like when you find yourself talking to yourself that way, 
you have to say, stop talking to yourself that way. Right. And then I think you have to do the opposite and tell yourself, you know. Yeah, I got to get like an affirmation or like uh, yeah. like some sort of practice down, like looking at myself and actually like saying it out loud. Yeah. Because what I'm doing right now is just being like, oh, I should really stop saying those things to myself and then like move on. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So anyway, like I think for one, I really struggle when whenever I make plans and goals specifically for myself and mm-hmm. they don't go according to plan because I'm an Aries. I love a goal. <laughs> I'm also a rising Capricorn. Like give me a project. Yeah. <laughs> and like when things don't work out for whatever variety of reasons, I always end up getting getting into this like spiral of like negative thoughts and specifically now i wanted to like eat healthier and like take more care of like gut health stuff and try to eat more fruits and vegetables and Mm -hmm. it just did not happen because i was recuperating like yeah these things happen anyway so that's my salty hopefully it is something that i can turn around with some like you said some practice yeah i also feel like with that kind of thing if you spend like one or two weeks actually taking care of yourself yeah eating better get back in your exercise like get back into your routine then it can almost just as quickly go away yeah you're right after even after one week i'm sure i'll feel like oh okay yeah i feel better but that it's still not an excuse to talk to myself that way but yeah i i I know Mm -hmm. what you're saying (sighs) all right yeah hit me well my salty is that I got sick. (laughs) I got the cold that everyone seems to have right now. It's the worst. And I'm honestly not sure if I got two colds back to back, like overlapping, or if I just had one cold that kept coming back, you know? Yeah. Because it was like, I thought, I kind of just kept living my life being like, oh, it's just a minor cold. It will disappear. And then instead, I, it just got worse and I got pretty sick. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, okay, I had one bad day. Now I'm feeling better. It's good. And then it came back (laughs) and like laid me out again. Um, But I think I'm finally actually like better now. I'm still a little like congested and stuff, but I feel fine. The worst part about being being sick right now is that the weather can be glorious outside Mm -hmm. and you can feel like such yeah. Like, that happened to me, I think it was on Saturday, where it was beautiful. Yeah. But I, like, did not go outside. Nope. Because, like, I don't even have Gilmore to walk to force me out when I'm not feeling well. And it makes you well. feel worse when it's nice outside. Yeah. And I'm basically just watching TV most of the day. That, that A couple times, I literally went and just stood in my backyard. You're just like... <laughs> I'm just like, here I am. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Let me get a little bit of sunshine or whatever. But that is one perk of being sick, especially, like... So Saturday was one of my worst days and I canceled a couple of plans I had. Um, so that gave me an excuse to just basically watch TV. Yeah. And then Monday I came home after a half day and then Tuesday I stayed home. And again, I was like, I guess I'm going to binge watch guess some, I'm sweet gonna watch some sweet magnolia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also got a lot of planning for the Feast of St. Pizza done. So that yeah. was also like a silver lining. Yeah, Sarah was like, I'm not feeling well. Flash forward an hour, she's on Facebook being like, hey guys, we're organizing everything. Let me know when you're arriving. I was I'm like, like, okay. I'm like making phone calls and stuff. Yeah. But that's yeah. the kind of stuff you can do if you're feeling like mm-hmm. sickish, unless you're like completely out. But yeah. yeah. Um, so that felt good. But my sweet is that I just got my hair cut and colored. Yeah, she's back to blonde, baby. Yeah, um, it's the first time I had my friend Kelsey, who does my hair, 
First time I had her color it since maybe like August or something. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, so I was like, God bless her too. I could never do this in a salon because <laughs> it it was literally eight and a half hours of work on my head, dude. Eight and a half hours of work. Yeah, and I drive an hour and a half each way to get to her. Even my I have thick hair, but like. It is never eight hours. It is. It's no. It is a process, yeah. but it's never eight yeah. hours. You got that thick hair. Yeah. Like just for her to do the foils of like my whole head takes five and a half hours. Dude. It's insane. Um. So like, yeah, God bless her that she does it. And it's also just so nice because she and I obviously have fun together. So yeah. we just get to catch up. We are listening to music. You know, I get to see her daughter and like, yeah. you know, it just feels like two friends hanging out, but. Versus um, some stranger you're sitting in a chair with, just like right. awkwardly yeah. sitting there. Yeah. And then I get to talk. like pay her my money. Yeah. Instead of some rando, you know. Here's my thing about salons. Do we talk to this hairdresser the whole time? I feel like a lot of times you do. I do. But like, is that like me being an extrovert and just like wanting to get to know somebody? Right. Are they annoyed by it? I don't know. Would they rather me just shut up and be on my phone? Let me know hairdressers. I- <laughs> I think, but I think a lot of them tend to be pretty extroverted. Yeah, I think so. It's chatting. a social environment. Right. Um, I think, well, before Kelsey, I only ever had one lady, really, who cut my hair. Yeah, mine was my aunt. Oh, really? So that was a different story. That's why I'm asking. I don't have, like, oh, yeah. this is my first time really going to someone. I, if it were me, I would kind of let them set the tone. Yeah. You know? Like, if they want to ask me questions, like, sure, I'll engage, but... If they also seem fine to just zone out, I'll zone out. Yeah. I think the next time I'm just going to do that. Because I feel like I'm always, like, asking her questions. Maybe she's like, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure they've got to be tired of that sometimes. So are you happy to be back to blonde? I am. And also, when Kelsey finished my hair color, she was like, I think this is my best work. (laughs) Because she did, like, a slightly different process um with like the toner and developer she used or something um so it's like now that she's done my hair a yeah full time she like and also i'm the only person that she really like does cuts and colors for like yeah because she's more of um hair and makeup for weddings and events and stuff it's like updos so it like helps keep her um you know from getting too rusty, rusty and stuff um yeah and and she enjoys doing it too so yeah, but it just like it always just makes me feel so much more put together. Yeah. And it had gotten so like fully back to my natural color, which is just not exciting <laughs> at all. So yeah, I just feel like fresh and ready for the summer and cute. It's amazing you know? when you get a fresh haircut and like color and mm-hmm. you look at yourself and you're like, I was such a ragamuffin. Right. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? You think yeah. you look good until yeah. you get your hair done, and you're like Ew. I know. <laughs> what was I doing? Yeah. So, and then, like, in a, I mean, about a month, I get my eye surgery. Dude. So, I mean, assuming that, oh my God, please knock it on will. Wood. It will. It better go well. It'll happen. So, yeah, like, I'm about to have a for real hot girl summer. Glassless. Glassless. Blonde. Short hair. Blonde. I need to get myself some cute outfits. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have enough date outfits. Get some crop tops. Yeah. I do love a crop top and a high-waisted jean. Hey. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, 
Well, uh, should we move on to the meat of the episode? Okay, so as mentioned, this episode we are doing controversial food opinions revisited because last time we did this, this was so much fun, and we got a lot of like follow ups, right? Yeah, yeah, we asked for some follow ups, so um, yeah, we have some new ones, and we'll link to the last episode where we covered this but we had a lot of fun last time it was so much fun so basically we asked people for their controversial food opinions yes and we're going to pull them out of a bowl yes and discuss okay i'm gonna go first okay and i wrote them this time so so i really know all of them Mashed potatoes is food for denture-wearing grandpappies. See, this one's Laura's. This is mine. (laughs) I'm sorry. Mashed potatoes suck. (laughs) So you think it's like nursing home food? Yes, the texture. I can't. Same with sweet potatoes. It's just the texture. It's a textural thing. And people are like, oh, well, like... I like mashed potatoes so like as like a little like dip that you put your turkey in or and yeah. I get that. Yes. Yeah. But that literally if you look at some people when they have their Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. it is like half mashed potatoes mm. on your plate. Mm-hmm. That is disgusting. <laughs> little I treat it like a condiment, you know, you just a little, little okay. dunk. Uh-huh. But if you're just shoveling down mashed potatoes, goodbye. So long. I do uh-huh. not want it. <laughs> um okay. What about, would you eat mashed potatoes if it had, like, crumbled bacon and, like, green onions and other kind of crunchy things on top? I would eat a baked potato like that. But not mashed. Mashed is just nasty to me. I don't know what is wrong. Mm. Like, the idea of shoveling mashed potatoes, you know what it reminds me of? <laughs> Christmas story. Do you ever see Christmas story? Yeah. With the little brother who's just, like, eating it like a pig Ew. on the plate. That's what it reminds me of. That okay. is not the vibe. But it, it, w- why do you think people eating in the, eating it that way? I <laughs> I it, don't that know. Movie? Maybe maybe that movie ruined it. for I you. don't know, but it's disgusting to me. The idea of someone just eating mashed potatoes is like. <laughs> anyway, just absolutely no. It's a big big <laughs> no for me. All right, let me pick one. This looks like a big one. Oh, it is. Okay, here we go. I absolutely hate Keurigs. They're not only bad for the environment, but no matter what you do, the coffee is watered down. Oh. It's like water is doing an impression of coffee. <gasps> I mean, <laughs> I don't disagree. Listen, I fully agree on the Keurig being bad for the environment thing. Um, I heard the Keurig inventor actually like came out and said he regrets making it. Yeah, I think he did. Because of how wasteful it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. Why did Keurig have such a chokehold on society? Yeah, what is, what is that? Like the individual coffee thing? Like, okay, yeah. you can just make a pot of coffee? I yeah, mean, I understand like- the burnt coffee thing of like a pot of coffee can be kind of gross, but like just make the right amount. Huh. But, like, now that I think about it, it does seem kind of wild that the idea is that, like, say it's, like, your typical, like, family, like, two two parents and kids. You make four of them? Why are you making a whole pot of coffee for two people in the morning and you're leaving to go to work? That's my question. So, like, in in defense of the Keurig. Well, here's my thing. I... 
whenever I visit my parents' house, they have a Keurig now. They didn't. They used to have a coffee maker, whatever. Uh-huh. And I don't know when, a few years ago, they got a Keurig. But like now when I come over, it's like, do you want me to make coffee for dessert? They'll make three Keurig pods. My parents do that sometimes. It's like, <laughs> I just don't understand. Yeah. Like, what was the selling point? Well, also, if like a Keurig is basically just a little thing that holds coffee right yeah so why didn't they just make a machine where you just put a certain scoop size of coffee right. in a little thing For and a, then an it individual... makes coffee i don't know man you know what i mean all i'm saying is the coffee does suck out of a keurig see i've had a couple keurig coffees because like we have them at my office so like years ago when i still had caffeine from time to time i would Mm-mm. If I had a really sleepy day, I would have some. Mm-mm. But the one guy in my office loves the Keurig coffee that I think it's literally called Jet Fuel. Ew. So this stuff was not watered down. Okay. I mean, it wasn't like amazing, but I also don't like normal drip coffee like that that much anyway. Yeah, I've become a snob. I love an espresso. I love a nice espresso. Mm-hmm. I love a cold brew. Yeah. I don't love a typical, like, drip coffee. coffee. Don't you also make pour-over? We make pour-over here, and that's as close as I'll get to, like, drip coffee. Isn't that kind of like um, handmade Keurig anyway? Yeah. I mean, you can put the right amount of coffee grinds (laughs) in, and you can put the right amount of water in it, and there's your coffee. It's, like, not that hard. Right. I I also like French press, but, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't don't love a Keurig. Also, I feel like the thing with Keurig is, like, flavored coffees, and I'm just not into that. Yeah. I like a flavored creamer, Mm -hmm. but a flavored coffee depends. Sometimes I like them. Mm -mm. But, yeah, honestly... This is a bit of a hot take, but I think a lot of people would agree with it. Yeah, I agree with it. So, yeah. I know who wrote this one in too, anonymously. (laughs) Mayo is the superior condiment and belongs on fries. See, I am a recent convert to the mayo on fries situation. I love mayo on fries. Like, I'm getting a little bit obsessed with it. It's a real thing. Literally, aiolis mm-hmm. are life. Well, so the way this came about for me is my, uh, like, twice-weekly dinner of fish sticks and tater tots. Hell yeah. So it's like, I've got a whole system. You know, you got you put the fish sticks and the tater tots on the sheet pan, put in for eight minutes, bring them out, flip everything over, back in for five minutes. See, you have the, do you have the, like, fish stick? <clears throat> we have the chicken patty salad. Oh, right. You made that for me once. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I got, I still need to do that. And a side of fries. Yeah. Balanced. Um, Although there's been like a tater tot shortage. So I just had to get sweet potato waffle fries, but they're also delicious. But seriously, make an aioli with that. Well, so what I do is the fish sticks and the potato product come out Uh and I put them in my thing. And then I do three little, little um, blobs. You got the tartar sauce. Okay. And then a little bit of ketchup and a little bit of mayo. That's what's up. And the tater tots get a mixture of the ketchup and mayo. Yeah. And now it's like, I can't imagine just using the ketchup. Like, I need the creamy mayo. Dude, the mayo is a layer of fattiness that just, like, sets it over the edge. Listen, I know one particular individual, Jacob Topping, (laughs) who is a total foodie, Mm -hmm. will make anything. Like, literally will eat and make anything. Hates mayo. I know what he's going to say if you listen to this. It's food lube. 
Oh, he said that for yeah. our last one. He said yeah. mayo is unnecessary yeah. lube. <laughs> yeah, food lube is what he calls it. And yeah. I, I get what he's saying. Like it's it's like the you know the moisture that you put on a sub. Yeah, but like there is nothing better than when you get a sub here in the states, uh-huh. and at the very end of the crust. There is like warm mayo down there. See, I Yum. like that. I like it as long as the mayo's not oozing out. Oh, if yes, it oozes I want out, it, I that want makes it, me want to barf. I want it to ooze out. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. It is so good. I'm no. sorry. No. It is so good. But I will say, especially sweet potato fries. Oh, yeah. I do not want ketchup on them they need an aioli you know what it is because like the sweet are they're sweet they have Mm -hmm. a sweetness to them versus like Mm -hmm. a ketchup is kind of like acidic and sweet and sweet and like that together is like but a mayo is like a fattiness that yeah mm. especially like it like an herby green aioli or like a slightly very slightly spicy aioli yeah a little sriracha potato yeah a lemon aioli put a little lemon in there so good Literally, it will change your life. <laughs> anyway, we're agreeing with all yeah. of these controversial food opinions. I don't know if it's necessarily the superior condiment, but it is for me. Yeah. A, I, I will, say, I will fight for mayo. I think it's underrated. I think people have a real aversion for mayo. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, I used to kind of hate it. Yeah, I didn't really like it either until I became an adult. But I yeah. love it. I also love coleslaw. So yeah. Wait, is it my turn? Oh wait, it is your turn. Yeah. Okay. Another big one. Okay. Here we go. I hate tacos. <gasps> Corn tortillas are just floppy and lifeless in a taco. Give me a quesadilla over a taco any day of the week, but it has to also be a really good quesadilla, crispy and griddled. You see, I agree with this. Wrong. <laughs> I agree with this because... Oh, my God. Are you having, like, American tacos? <laughs> are you having, no, like... My issue ugh. is with the format. Okay. I... Don't like to have to work for my food when I'm eating it. Okay. Oh, I'll tacos work for it. are a project. I have to like hold it a certain way. It's hard for me to get a bite with everything in it. Stuff's falling out the back. I'm getting juice all over my hands. You can't set it down because then it falls apart. No, I want like a burrito <laughs> bowl or like a quesadilla, which is like an envelope of deliciousness that's held together and crispy. So I agree with this 100%. I completely disagree. I will work for a taco because the taco, it's about the ratio. Because I'm not about that tortilla life. I'm about what's on the inside, okay? Okay. So like a tortilla of a taco is not the star, is not the star, okay? Right. Do you know what the star of a quesadilla is? A tortilla. (laughs) Okay? Also, if you're going to talk smack about corn tortillas, you can come at me. (laughs) I'm literally the only person I know that will defend a corn tortilla. Mm -hmm. Like I'll choose, I don't love a store-bought corn tortilla, but... I will always choose corn tortilla. But like with a taco, I'd rather just have all the filling ingredients in a bowl and then like crush tortilla chips on top of it and eat it with a fork. Yeah. So like that's my issue. Like I think tacos taste great. They just give me anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) But here's my thing. Like my thing about a a quesadilla, I do not like quesadillas. What? I don't like them. Why? The ratio is off. It's all cheese and tortilla. What else do you want? (laughs) I want the inside. I want the meat. I want the wait. Like, but you're also talking salsa. about loop topping quesadillas. No, I know. I know you're. Yes, I am talking about that. But I am also talking about like any other quesadilla I've ever had in my entire life. It is all cheese and tortilla. No, see, quesadillas are my new 
like pantry dinner or like like clean out the kit the fridge dinner. It's <sighs> where I, I like any leftover. I literally last week had a leftover of a terrible wrap that I had out for dinner, and you just made it into a quesadilla. I took everything out of the wrap. And put it into a quesadilla with extra cheese. Mm-mm. And then it was delicious. Mm-mm. The only tortilla I, or uh, the only quesadilla I will ever have is a Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> Period. Oh my God. Okay. I listen. have to tell you something about Crunchwrap Supremes. Like, <laughs> okay. It's my go to order. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, agree to disagree. I love a taco till I die. So, okay. Okay. I don't like raw onions anywhere except in street tacos and guacamole. <laughs> I love a raw onion. <laughs> what? In like sandwiches and stuff? Sandwich, a sub, a salad, Ooh. a dip. Oh. I love hmm. raw onions. I know Amy, if Amy's listening to that, we agree on this. <laughs> She'll put a raw onion on anything. Hot dogs, okay. burgers. Like white onion? Or red. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. See, I think I'm more with the writer inner of this one where raw onion is a bit much for me. I just feel like it lingers. It does linger. In a way that I don't want. It, it you gotta you gotta make that choice. Do you want it to stay? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that if I eat it when I'm done, I'm like, where's the chocolate? Where's the dessert? I need yeah, to get this. You gotta onion like out of get the mouth. taste out of your mouth. But here's yeah. the thing, it's worth it. It's that tangy like I don't tartness. Think it is. Oh, I love it. No. I love it. Um, what did I have recently with raw onions in it? I think it was like a sub. But I remember like, you know, I was enjoying it or whatever. But then I got a bite with the raw onion and I was like, this is what's happening. <laughs> so good. I like it sometimes. Like on a on a good like tuna sandwich. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can is see that. Good? Yeah. Yeah. So... You only like it in street tacos and guacamole. Well, then I know you have good taste because <laughs> those do slap on guacamole. Yeah. And oh, guacamole for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, Did you yeah. have more to say? No. That, okay. That's it. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Oatmeal raisin cookies are better than chocolate chip. <gasps> Did Luke Topping write that in? No. <laughs> that is a Luke Toppingism. He <laughs> Does will he actually always, think that? Yeah. He does. He will always choose an oatmeal raisin over a chocolate chip. No, that's deranged. This this is just wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, explain. Because you are a cookie queen. What do you mean explain? (laughs) This is just a fact. I I mean, personally, I don't love raisins. I I love love raisins, but I still would disagree with this. An oatmeal raisin has like a cinnamony, like, warmness that a chocolate chip cookie doesn't necessarily have. But like... I will always choose a chocolate chip cookie. (laughs) Yeah, chocolate chip cookies are just a perfect cookie. Yeah. I don't like a raisin, I guess. I I like oatmeal raisin with chocolate chip in it. I've never had that, I don't think. Oh. But even that, still not better than a normal chocolate chip. Yeah, I don't know. I got to say, I'm team chocolate chip, too. Yeah. Although, um, hot tip for the locals. Yeah. uh, What's the bakery in Lidditz. Is it called Sweet Legacy? I always... Yeah. Okay. My Uncle Bill told me that their oatmeal raisin cookies are the best. Oh. He's correct. Okay. Well. 
actually like all their cookies they're amazing never even gone in there which is oh. i've walked by it a million times oh you gotta go in and you gotta get cookies they also have um shortbread that like half of it is dipped in chocolate and has flaky Ooh, salt on I it i love that and they're amazing too i love shortbread cookies oh well now i mean I you there. knew sarah was not gonna agree with that one so yeah sorry oh this is deep why do people eat pigs as if they are sensitive social animals and smarter than dogs not oh, vegan. so why do they eat them if they- if they are sensitive social animals <clears throat> and smarter than dogs? Yeah, and the person said they're not, not vegan. vegan. <laughs> okay, let me just say something. What? I didn't write in. I'm not. I'm not like this to a T. But I understand what you're saying here because eating ham <laughs> is the closest I think you'll ever be to eating flesh. Ew! Like, is that why you hate ham? I hate ham. <laughs> So much. Also, Ew. it's like way too salty and just like fleshy for me. Okay. And oh. by fleshy, I mean it. It just reminds me of eating a human. Oh, okay. God. I'm sorry to ruin ham for everybody. Yeah. But like, I, I love, did. I love bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, like pancetta, guanciale, yeah. and like all the other things, like all the cured, yeah, pig meat. I mean, good point here. I mean, pigs are smarter than dogs. They are sensitive and social. Right. And people have them as pets. Yeah, honestly, my best answer for this is just that we do a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and also, I mean, like, comparing it to dogs, like, as far as I know, dogs evolved as pets. As domesticated pets. Right. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, back in the day, there were dogs running around wild and people were just eating them the way that we are. It is with pigs. Yeah. You know. I don't know. My dad worked at a pig farm. Do you ever know this? No. My dad, okay, my dad grew in the country and his like first real job was working at a pig farm. And he said, people love pigs, but let me tell you, they're smart and they're evil. Mm-hmm. Because he worked at this pig farm where the pigs knew that they were being raised to be slaughtered. Can really? you imagine how traumatic that life is for that animal? Oh my God. Because they're smart enough to figure out, oh my God, my friend's missing. Oh my God, my friend is dead. Like, Ooh. oh my God, this other friend is missing. Oh my God, that friend is dead and they figure oh. and he was like i swear they figure out that they're like really being raised to die and they were just mean and they were like he would jump the fence and they would immediately start running for him and like <gasps> trying to like get his legs and stuff even though he's not the person butchering them he literally was just responsible <laughs> for feeding them and like cleaning out their trough and stuff oh my God. so anyway he's like i hate pigs he's like they're not nice <laughs> <laughs> so i always get my dad pig things for his birthday but it's like yeah. a joke but anyway i don't know as yeah. as like someone who's often thought like how i really want to try going vegan for at least a little bit of time my cousin is full vegan mm-hmm. and it's like her heart and soul is like mm-hmm. learning how to make vegan food um approachable but like also delicious and whatever mm-hmm. um anyway taylor is like if if you're listening like please step in here and tell us from a vegan standpoint, like what's the history and context of like why pigs are chosen. Mm -hmm. But like, you're right. Like why, you know, why don't Mm -hmm. we bat an eye whenever like, I mean, we don't eat like duck that often or I don't know. I mean, chicken versus a duck. Explain that to me. Why, why were chickens chosen? Yeah. But, but also like from the other end of it, I, I am an omnivore. I I don't eat a lot of meat. And I think that we should be eating meat that's like raised humanely and everything like that. But also like, 
it's an animal world and there's a food chain. So it's like, we can't just never eat living things like as a species, like it's part of how the world works. Mm -hmm. I mean, here's the deal. If you want to stop eating pig, think about human flesh. Ew. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's, is that enough to make you stop eating it? I'm just saying. All right, let's move on. (laughs) That, yeah, that was deep. Yeah. How many more do we have? Okay. Here we go. Mayo is so gross. Oh, Just here we the go. Grossest. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> On to the next. <laughs> yeah, we, we already covered mayo. We already got this one. It is polarizing, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is weird. What? Listener email. Oh, yeah. His family makes cream cheese and maraschino cherry finger sandwiches. What? <laughs> I, when I initially read that, Ooh. I was like, that's disgusting. And then I, I did the, like, kombucha girl face. And I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, you know? Because <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> cream cheese and then, like, fruit. You know? Think about. That's not, yeah, that's not that unheard it's of. It's like a, a Danish. Yeah, or a cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, cheesecake sandwiches. Maraschino cherries. I mean, that's the part. I don't like maraschino cherries. Ew, me neither. Thank you. I don't like maraschino no. cherries either. Luke was saying I was weird for not liking no, them. No, they're terrible. Unless they're like the good Luxardo ones. Yeah, but that's not a maraschino cherry. Oh, like, what are they called then? What I don't they? know. I, whenever I think of maraschino I think of the bright, the bright red, red yeah. cherry Gross. sundae. Blech. Blech. No, thank you. I would always ask for like no whipped cream and no cherry on my Yeah, Sundays. I don't want that. That's extra stuff. Yeah. But the idea of that with cream cheese in a sandwich? I don't know. I would try it. You know what I would? I would try it if it was toasted. It, yeah, I, I can't. Honestly, any sandwich like that, I can't do it with the and fully it untoasted bread. Is it chopped maraschino cherries? Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, I think it. He had a picture of it in the email. Sorry to diss on your fam. (laughs) Yeah, if anyone else does that, please let us know. He was from Canada. Okay, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's like a a tea thing, a a tea sandwich. Yeah. This one says sometimes I like to put milk before cereal. Cereal killer. (laughs) I think this is unhinged. I think that is cereal killer moves. Because also, I it bothers me because it feels like. All this cereal is just going to float. Also, how much? And then how can you, you never gauge know. how much you need? Yeah, you never know how much milk you need. Yeah. I don't like it. That's cereal killer. If I ever saw someone do that, I'd be like, okay, sociopath. <laughs> um, I'm being so brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all. I'm so sorry. I also have very strong opinions. Okay. <laughs> Chocolate ice cream is terrible. And an insult to chocolate. I agree with this a million percent and is something I have also said many yeah, times. Yeah, chocolate ice cream is not really chocolate. No, it no, it's useless. It's like fake chocolate. Yeah. It's a whisper of chocolate. It is a whisper. It's like, I love chocolate and I love ice cream. You will never catch me eating chocolate ice cream unless <laughs> it has like other things in it to make yeah, it. like a peanut know. butter sauce or like a... Or like the my favorite that my parents always get for me is like the mocha fudge swirl yeah that's amazing or that milk bar chocolate peanut now bar that's one. that's the thing some if if you get an artisanal yeah. or like jenny's ice cream, yeah i was gonna say jenny's yeah. because if you get the good stuff it actually does yeah. taste like a chocolate bar. and it's like rich and it's like almost too rich or to like eat. a dark chocolate gelato or something dude yeah at a good place but no like chocolate ice cream yeah no can f off like i wouldn't go that house. far i actually do like it but i just know it's not real like chocolatey i would never pick it 
I would never pick it. I will always pick vanilla, plain vanilla before plain chocolate. See, I would, I would choose chocolate over vanilla, Mm-mm. but that's me. No. But I do know it's not real chocolate, so teach them. Yeah. I like candy corn. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> do I think we talked about I this I love one? that. I love candy corn. Okay. Um. I think I said on our last one that candy corn just tastes like melted candle wax. Dude, I'm just not. It's too waxy. It's so gross. And it's way too sweet. No. Is it like a nostalgic thing that you really like it? Or do you actually like seek it out in a grocery store? Right. Like who would ever just buy it? No. You know? No. Also, who's buying it anyway? It's all the grandmas of the world. Ugh. Yeah, no. Not for me. No, no. thank you. Mm-mm. ketchup is too sweet there you go well you were just talking about this i think it depends <laughs> i think sometimes a ketchup in like a cheeseburger <sighs> chef's kiss just yeah. like i have never felt have like ketchup is too sweet what is it too sweet on i'm wondering because right. on a sweet potato too sweet don't yeah. like it mm-hmm. we were just talking about that right but on a cheeseburger it's like yeah perfect Right. Or on a tater tot. Yeah. Also, are you eating Heinz 57? Or are you eating Hunts? Right. <laughs> That's another because question. Or generic. What type of girly are you? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, my brother had a vendetta when he was little about, like, it had to be Heinz 57. Mm-hmm. If, like, there was Hunts on a table, he was like, this place is trash. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. When, uh... I was in middle school. We had to do that thing where, you, like, out of wood, you make a car. Like, a, oh, yeah, a little yeah, car. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> for some reason, I decided to make mine, like, a full-blown replica of a Heinz ketchup bottle. I mean, that's on brand. <laughs> Foodie blogger in the making. <laughs> and, but I, like, literally painted and drew Heinz 57. The label iconic yeah and it was so embarrassing because the art teacher was so impressed by it that they made a whole display case about <laughs> my car in the hallway <laughs> they're like so jackson pollock who <laughs> oh god and it was for the freaking like industrial tech class i love it they're yeah. like andy warhol's campbell soup 2.0 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so I'm just like, uh, <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> like hiding my face. Why would you be embarrassed about that? That's epic. Like, so much attention. I'm for, sure it was. Like, no reason. I feel like I'm that teacher that's like, oh my God. The kid's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Is this our last one? Yeah, I think so. Okay. What we got? Cookie dough is the worst ice cream flavor. Wow. See, again, I feel like this one is just wrong. Like, we, we just worst? discussed chocolate ice cream. Have you ever had, like, fake cotton candy ice cream? Ew, like, yeah, that like, is the grossest. There's so many worse ones. Like, cookie dough cannot be the worst. No. No way. You know what? Yeah, I got like, a hot take. Do you hate cookies? You know what I got a hot take on? What? Worst. Well, maybe not the worst, but I don't like mint chocolate chip ice cream. I'm picky about it. I don't like it. I like the peppermint ice cream. Oh. Okay, wait. There's a Friendly's ice cream. It's only out in the holidays, and my dad turned me on to this because okay. my dad doesn't really like ice cream, but he will buy this. He'll seek it out. Okay. And it has candy cane sticks in it. Okay. And it's a little sweeter than like a mint mint mm-hmm. chocolate chip. There's no chocolate in it. It's just, just kind of like, yeah, candy. And, and it's good. 
It's okay. good. But mint chocolate chip, no. Now, this whole cookie dough situation, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, have you ever had a butternut, like, brickle? <laughs> butternut brickle. <laughs> you mean butter brickle? <laughs> oh, butter <laughs> Actually, you know, I don't hate butter brickle. I don't know why I said butter that. Butter brickle can be good. It can be okay. It's just like a grandma flavor. Yeah. Um, Have you ever had like a fake like grape or like a fake like fruit ew. flavored ice cream? No. Mm. See, the mint chocolate chip, I like except when you know the kinds that have the kind of like flat rectangles of yes. chocolate that don't do anything. They nope. just become like hard yep. pieces of nothing in your mouth. Yep. I hate that. But the mint chocolate chip with the like flakes of chocolate that melt when they hit your tongue and kind of like that i'm into it's too toothpastey for me i'm not into it oh yeah hmm. my brain goes toothpaste but anyway about cookie dough i just i don't understand yeah that do you not like cookie dough it's like who hurt you yeah do you do you just like not like cookie dough seems like it because i would rather just eat like a tub of cookie dough with a little bit of ice cream in it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make it primarily cookie dough and just a little drizzle of ice cream around it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was a good round of controversy. I'm sorry, sorry if I was really brutal. I feel like I was really harsh. <laughs> That's the idea, though. I'm having secondhand embarrassment about it. But. <laughs> well, but okay. So now we're moving on to our listener oh, questions. Yeah. And I'm so excited because Laura has an update for me. So if you did not listen to our last... Yeah, we got to give an update to get people um, on track. So to summarize the last episode, which you should go back and listen to, it's like the last, like, I would say third of the podcast, right? Yeah. The shortened abbreviated version of this is that an anonymous listener question was about a situationship where this girl was in a group of friends and was secretly seeing one of her guy friends within the group for a while. Like friends with benefits. Yes. And it was like kind of fun because it was secret. Like no one knew about it, just the two of them. But then she finds out that this guy is now kind of like more seriously or at least more publicly seeing another girl within the friend group. Yeah. And she was wondering, should I confront the girl and let her know? Yeah. Do I... And the guy told her not to tell the other one. Yeah. And she was like, I feel like I want to tell her. And the guy was like, do not tell her. Yeah. Which, which is, is like shady. red flag. Yeah. So anyway, we chimed in and we said, you know, long story short, it sounds like you have caught feelings. Yeah. Um, and that complicates things. And you have to ask yourself, like, yeah, are you willing to like put it on the line or are you willing right. to like kind of let this go? You right. know? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> what what did she tell you? Okay. So keep in mind, we recorded that like a month ago. So a lot is a lot is past ish. It was like three Wait. weeks. Was it that long ago? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, she says, Hi, ladies. Thanks so much for your advice. I love hearing all your thoughts about this. It's much appreciated. You nailed it. I definitely caught feelings. And this is something that I don't think I was willing to face for a while. I probably started to catch feelings about a few months into the whole situation shit. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because hadn't they been hooking up for like a year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a long time. Well, truth be told, as much as I want to be an upright type, upfront type of gal that you mentioned... I made a somewhat diabolical plan. Oh, my God. What? She said, I know. I know. Not your advice. But hear me out. It worked. Okay. okay. Here's what happened. She embraced Aries season. Yeah. And it was during Aries season. Okay. So anyway, she said, about a month ago when I wrote in, I I started leaving little signs of me all over his room. Keep in mind, they're in college. 
So like, oh, okay, okay. So like they, it, she said room. I'm assuming it's like a dorm, dorm room. Okay. It's not like he has his own place. Anyway. Okay. First, it was like my mascara, lip gloss, little subtle things. Then it was one of my textbooks with my name inside. Then it was a necklace that I wear all the time. I left it on a side table where he doesn't lay down. I assumed that he'd hide it or give it back to me before she'd be over next. But nope. <laughs> this is what ended up triggering my gal pal. She's calling this other girl gal pal because she's okay. also friends with this girl. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To asking me about him. So the girl confronts her without her having to confront the girl. This is this sneaky. Is sneaky. <laughs> she said, apparently, she saw the necklace and immediately recognized it and asked about it. He fessed up and told her that we weren't serious and it hadn't been going on for a long time or anything, uh-huh. which, as we know, are lies. Yeah. She said in uh, parentheses, I didn't mention this, but he would always say things to me that led me on, hence why I caught feelings. Oh, that's not good. Like... That he in two or three years, if we were still doing this, that we'd be settled down. What? How much I mean to him. Oh. How he never felt this way about a girl he'd been subtly hooking up with. Oh, et no. So this guy is manipulative, okay? Oh, my. He's, she started to get weird vibes from his response and then asked me about it right away. Mm-hmm. Smart girl. Yeah. To which I said, yes, why do you ask? Playing dumb worked in my favor as I didn't have to confront either person. Okay. Because, like... I, But I thought the gal pal knew that she knew. No. Okay. Okay. Okay, that makes it yeah. better, I guess. So, she said... um, She told me that they had been hooking up for the last few weeks, and that it seemed more serious than hookup, because he was saying the exact same things to her. Uh-huh. Um, like, to a T, the exact same things. Okay. So, this guy's... Okay. <laughs> anyway... This feels like a girl power moment in a movie, but we both ended up seeing through his lies and agreed that we trusted each other over his words. Mm. Cut to a ballsy, semi-tipsy FaceTime call with me. (laughs) He lied about all of it and then tried to turn it around on the two of us. He even called us snakes. What? Yeah. Long story short, the guy I called my friend and the guy who I once felt closest to is cut. Yeah. He is still part of my close friend group, which sucks. All that said, I know that senior year is almost over, and although I feel lied to and duped, I have better friends than him that I will love and cherish beyond graduation. From now and then, I plan on just ignoring him and not denying myself time with friends that mean the world to me. Mm. Good thought. If he's there, fine. Not my drama. Yeah. Anyway, have you guys dealt with a lying boy or someone who's played with your emotions like this? It sounds like you're both in very healthy, well-rounded places. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, first of all, before we answer that question, like, diabolical plan. Yeah, that's amazing. Because, like, if I tried to do this, I would leave hints all over the place, and he'd, like, pick it up and be like, you need to start picking up after yourself, or, like, or, like, or, like, hiding it, and, like, it would be, like, years, and the girl would never know. Or if he actually cared about the other one, not knowing about the original. Yeah, it seems like this guy just, like, then, like, make an effort. (laughs) This guy, like, obviously is dumb. (laughs) He's he's letting, like, your necklace on his side table. So stupid. Like, I love that she was subtle. She was like, first of all, leave mascara. That's a girly thing. And yeah. then she's like, no, no, I'm going to leave my yeah. textbook with my name on it. <laughs> Which is like, oh, she was over here studying. We're all friends. Okay. Right. Then it's like, yeah. maybe she gets a little question mark in her head. But mm-hmm. then it was full on, I'm leaving my necklace on the side yeah, table. on the side table that's not the side he sleeps on. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy's dumb. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad. What made me most happy about reading this was that 
I mean, I'm more about the person about being upfront about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy this worked out, but it could have not. So you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also the fact that the girl was like willing to believe you and like yeah. basically said. And that they both were able to talk to each other and be like, this guy. Sucks. Yeah, exactly. And see through it versus like yeah. maybe the girl would have been like, well, it sounds like you're really jealous and I'm still going to be with him right. or something like that. And then yeah. you're like not friends with her anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it could have gone way worse. So yeah. <laughs> you Definitely. got lucky. Also, the fact that she's just like, I have better friends than him, and I'm not going to let this ruin my senior year. It does suck that you lost yeah. a friend in the whole situation. And have you ever had a guy do anything like that to you? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was like in a relationship with a guy who would do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the whole like the whole gaslighting, like before we were together, it's like, I've never felt this way about you. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. That stuff is enough to drive any girl up a wall. Mm-hmm. Like, you can try to play cool if you have, like, a crush on a guy and, like, you're casually hooking up. But as soon as he starts to pull cards, like, oh, my gosh, I've, like, never felt this way. Or, like, if we're still together, like, well, let's yeah. be together. Like, blah, blah, blah. That stuff, especially at this age. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one of my main experiences with that um, was the one guy I was seeing for a little who um like casually and then but he kept kind of saying things like that like and giving me the impression that he was very into me in a way that he's not normally into people right but then he'd be like but we're not dating like like, what are you doing like like but yeah but like this is just casual like we're not we're not like oh like i really really think you're special but like you're not that special (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like doing like saying and doing all these things that tell me that he really likes me but then being like but i don't like really like you or anything (laughs) like and you're like what What? like like always having to like pull it back and or like neg me to so i didn't think he liked me too much and if you're an a less secure person or like who's new to like dating period Mm -hmm. you'd be like well, it sounds like he really does want to be with me, but he's like two in his head about it. So like, I should just keep pursuing him because then he'll be into me and he'll be so overwhelmed with his feelings that he'll just yeah. put them aside. That's the ugh, the worst <laughs> thing. Uh, but yeah, like I definitely had a relationship where it was literally this exact same thing where it was like the guy, everything that he would do and say was very romantic, mm-hmm. personal and intimate and like, but then he like just yeah, but we're not we're not official or anything, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like ew. And then when we were official, it was like, why are you texting so and so girl? And then oh. it was like all that thing. See, like here's the thing: I cannot play cool. <laughs> I neither can I. Like I no. could not. No, like if I really like you, you're gonna know. Yeah, <laughs> and also like if I want to be with you, like I want to be with you and I'm mm-hmm. not going to stand for you texting another girl. I'm going to be like, no, I want to be serious. Yeah. Or I'm out. Yeah. Cause to avoid this heartache. Right. Anyway, I can't, yeah. I cannot do casual. I've tried. It's just not. Yeah. I, I, I catch feelings like way too hard, way too fast. Mm-hmm. It's just not my thing. I'm getting better at it. <laughs> I mean, it, it does. It, sounds, it honestly sounds like you're getting the hang of it. I am. Like I'm you're, proud of myself. Yeah, you're playing the field. I am. I'm in my dating phase. <laughs> <laughs> you're in your dating phase. Yeah. You are. You're going on a lot of dates. I am. I'm one of Sarah's safety people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, she'd be like, Laura here's where we're going. I'll give you an update when I'm at home. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Laura's one of my people. Yeah. But... So, uh, so we have another kind of juicy <laughs> dating question, this, right? Yes. Another anonymous question. This one's a little bit more silly, but yeah. it, it is something worth talking about. Yeah. I'm hanging out with a guy who's a total 10, mm-hmm. but his laugh gives me the ick. <laughs> it's a giggly, squeaky laugh that stops traffic or makes people's head turn. Is this enough of a reason for me to walk away? I see this as a big annoyance long-term help. Oh, no. I read this in our doc, and I was laughing so Can hard. You, do you know the type of laugh he's talking about, though? Or they're talking about? The type of laugh where, like, they start laughing, and then, like, everyone's just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> a squeaky, giggly laugh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I can I just totally... imagine this guy being, like, six foot five and just being, like, real right? suave and yeah. having a giggle, like, yeah. really obnoxious. I actually went on a date recently with a guy. It's him a lot in, like, a lot of ways, but then sometimes he would laugh and I would be like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got the ick. I got the ick a little bit. Um, but I also think, like, laughs can sometimes be the thing that really attracts you to a person, I think too. that's true. Yeah. Um... So here's the thing. I would say if there are 10, this this can't be a deal breaker already. No. I think like, like you have to turn – you have to reframe the narrative yeah. here. And honestly, it, it could it could turn from a yuck into a yum. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> like it could be one of those things that is weird, but then as you grow to like this person even yeah, more, it it's could become so endearing. endearing. Yeah, yeah, it's like so cute. Yeah, it could. Or you know, over time, if it's still really giving you the ick real bad, it might be a, a deal breaker. I don't if know. everything else can't, part of me thinks like, it. is this the only thing that gives you the ick? If it's the only thing that gives right. you the ick, you gotta move past it. You gotta like, yeah. like if you're like, I love this guy. He's so sweet. Blah blah blah. Right. If there is literally nothing else, you gotta pers- keep. This is yeah. not enough of a deal breaker. No. But if there's other things, like, is yeah. it is it like just the laugh or is it his sense of humor that you find right. disgusting? If you break up with this guy just because of the laugh, this has become a Seinfeld episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or, yeah, you're right. Or is it like his sense of humor? Does he laugh at his own jokes? Right. I cannot. I know someone who laughs at their own jokes and every time they laugh at their own joke, I'm just like this. <laughs> I can't. If someone laughs at their own jokes, immediate ick. Immediate ick. Oh, I'm just God. like... <laughs> Laura's not having it. No. Do you know what uh, I mean, though? There's certain things like that that you're just like, this is not... Yeah. Yeah. If I'm laughing with you, fine. Right. Oh, I can't. Literally, it... <sighs> you gotta ask yourself, is this it? How long have they been seeing this guy? Did they didn't say? They didn't say. I feel like it's pretty new. It seems pretty casual. Yeah. I mean, he's. Uh, I've been hanging out with the guy. Yeah. 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 It's still early. He. Yeah. I could see this as a big annoyance long term. So obviously this isn't like super yeah. serious. Right. It could be the thing that, you know, if you're having an argument or whatever. And your then you laugh hear it. sucks. <laughs> I hate your laugh. You're a noxious laugh. <laughs> well. Okay. I'm always down for a juicy listener question. So yeah, I love these. So yeah. please send them our way. Yeah. Um, recommendations. 
Yes, recommendations. Do you have yours ready? I forget where I put mine. Yeah, mine is a very nerdy recommendation. Okay. <laughs> it's not like a specific thing. It's more just like a general item um, that I recently acquired. Yeah. Is a uh, Dusk to Dawn Nightlights. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, don't you have one? Not an alarm clock? No. It's different? No, a nightlight. Like, okay. Like, things like you a hallway have in, like light. a Yeah, that just goes into an outlet, has a little light. Wait, they have those? Yeah. Yeah, and so I, like, I'll link to the ones I got. I got a four-pack of them on Amazon for, like, nice. 12 bucks or something. But I know they sell them at, like, Lowe's, Home Depot, whatever. You know, a lot of brands make them. But, yeah, I wanted to get a nightlight for my bathroom, and so I got this four pack. So now I have one in both my bathrooms. I have one in my bedroom and one like in the hallway downstairs. Um, or like it's like in my dining room, whatever. But um, it like <laughs> it's one of those weirdly little things that's bringing me so much joy. <laughs> you see it and you're like, yes. Like it just makes the house feel so much cozier at night. But I love having them in the bathrooms because for some reason it just really bothered me. Like, you know, if you go in to pee in the middle of the night or like say I basically was ready for bed and then I realized I need to refill my water glass so I go back to the bathroom. Right. And the way my bathroom is, you kind of have to walk into the bathroom and then go over to the vanity, and the main light switch is by the vanity. Yeah. So you have to, like, walk into the dark bathroom Yeah. and turn that on. So now I have this night light, so it's like, if I'm just going in there to fill up a water glass or something, I don't need to turn any light on. So does it just hook in and just stay? Like, Yeah, you just keep it plugged in, and there's no on or off switch. It just has a sensor. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it can sense when there's not enough light and it'll okay. just go on okay gotcha gotcha as opposed to like turning it on and yeah. turning it off like yeah. the old school like 90s exactly ones. yeah um and i noticed the one day i was in my bathroom kind of at dusk and i was standing in front of it blocking the tiny little bit of light from the window yeah and it turned on and you're like in oh. front of me so, so yeah. what type of light does it have it just kind of has a warm glow that's what I'd be really picky about. Like, what's yeah. the quality of light? It's a really yeah. The ones color. I have are warm. Yeah, it's it's a very cozy vibe. Nice. That yeah. sounds up my alley. Yeah. I hate walking around in the dark. I know. Like, yeah, it just adds glow in like a couple little places in the house, and it just makes it feel yeah cute and cozy. In general, this nice. house needs more ambient light. Like yeah. because it's literally overhead lighting, which gives me the ick. Mm-hmm. I will never turn yeah. on overhead light. My mom's always yelling at me that I need more lamps in my house. Yeah, that's I need it too. True. <laughs> yeah, I need to put one yeah. like there. I should probably put one. At yeah, least like two I'm more. looking at. Um, like you could put one of these night lights yeah. right there. Yeah, that would be really nice, actually. Yeah, because but I feel like here. from here on out, the rest of my life, my bathrooms will always have dust night to dawn night. night lights. Nice. Uh, yeah, you should link that because I'll buy some. Yeah. Okay, so I found mine. I had to like search for it. So my um, recommendation is Papier. What? <laughs> it's spelled P-A-P-I-E-R. Okay. And they do like paper goods mm -hmm. and you can customize them and their designs are so cute. They often like collaborate with illustrators and like designers and stuff. 
And they release, I would say, like, <clears throat> once every two months, like, a new sort of, like, seasonal look. Mm-hmm. But they... I I decided for the summer I wanted, like, a fresh journal so I could, like, document what we do every day. Uh-huh. And, like, scrapbook and, like, put little odds and ends and stuff um, into, like, one place. Yeah. Um, and I'm very picky about my paper goods, but papier. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Is it papier? Papier. I'm sure it's French, right? Probably. Yeah, I don't it's know. Papier. They have, a, they have a European site and then they have, like an American site, which makes me think like it's probably supposed to be the French. Anyway, probably, but I love their designs. I got this design. It looks kind of like, I wish I had it. It's upstairs. It's um, sort of like a mosaic tile. It reminds me of like the floors of an Italian house. Okay. Like old vintage tile sort of design. And it just says notes, but then it ha- I customized it with my name and then like Italy 2022. Oh, cool. And I got that they have options for plain paper, lined, or dotted. And I like a dotted for like bullet journaling, but like also journaling and then also scrapbooking. So mm-hmm. got dotted. But the quality and also when you unwrapped this package, it was like it had like very cool wrapping paper with sticker, a little okay. insert. And then the paper quality was really good. So I was like, I am oh, sold. I got to see this thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll bring it down when we're done recording. But I really like it. Mm. And it's pretty good quality. So I would definitely. And what other that. kind of stuff do they have? They have like desk goods, like pens and stationery and mm-hmm. journals. They, they have like a recipe book. They have a calendar. Okay. It's all paper goods, basically, yeah. but their journals are really cute. Mm. I think they also have a wellness journal, like a, like a, mm. like a, maybe a gratitude journal. Okay. What size is this journal that you got? Um, it's pretty standard. I don't know dimensions. It's like this. <laughs> so our listeners. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it smaller than eight and a half by 11? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's not like, it's not like a pocket sized. Yeah. I don't know. It's not like okay. a mini. So it's like a medium. Yeah. It's a medium. Okay. Yeah. So also, you mentioned gratitude journal. I got to give an update that. Oh yeah. Cause I got that um, one line a day journal yes. that has five years or whatever. I have not missed a day. Yes. For this year. Because I'm so obsessed with this thing. You're like, I got to get my yeah, five years. It, yeah, because it's like, I can't miss a day. If I miss a day, what happens next year? <laughs> yeah, like I could be going to bed at two in the morning. I got to kneel down and do my little <laughs> gratitude oh, I love one that. line a day journal before I go to sleep. The commitment. Yeah. But Looks yeah, good. like this is probably the most consistent I have ever been with my gratitude practice because I'm hey, obsessed with this journal. That's great. I love it. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. No, that's good. I want to, I mean, I don't know if I can commit to five years. That's a lot. <laughs> but excited. I'm happy it works for you. Thank you. So. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and review and tell a friend. And um, our next episode is our Feast of St. Pete's episode. And our last episode. And our last episode. Like we, last, last. Yeah, one more. Oh, my God. So, listen, if you got a listener question, you better write in. <laughs> yeah. Or anything you want to tell us. So, reach oh out to gosh. us. We're at Passport Pizza Pod on Instagram. You can reach out to us individually. Sarah's at Sarah with no H underscore Cornelius underscore. And I'm at Roman Go Lightly, R-O-A-M and Go Lightly. And you can email us at hello at passportsandpizza.com 
or text us or send us a voicemail at 717-964-0215. All this is in the show notes, but you should definitely reach out. It's literally the last hurrah, people. Yeah. This is it. Make a count. Please. Yeah. But we're doing Feast of St. Pizza, as always, as our last episode. So yeah, should be fun. And um, yeah, like I said, show notes has has all the contact info as well as everything we mentioned, products, stuff like that. Um, and the show notes are also available at passportsandpizza.com. And Laura already mentioned our individual Instagrams. But thank you to Will Gingrick for our theme music. Yeah, we'll catch you for the last episode. I can't believe we only have one left. I know, time has flown. Oh my gosh. It's going to be a fun one. All right. Well, also, if you guys just want to like reach out with maybe something from the podcast that is like stuck with you from listening. Yeah, that would be nice. Anything like that. We'd love to hear from you and then we could share some of it on the last episode. Yeah, that would be a sweet way to end. Yeah. Let us know. We love you guys. We love you. Love you like a sister. Oh, Lilas. (laughs) Bye. Bye. You look like freaking Giuseppe or whatever his name is. Geppetto? Geppetto. No, Geppetto from Pinocchio. These primary colors that are going on right now. Conveniently. Goodbye, boys. (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh, it's been so, so long. I know.